Okay, thanks for surviving first eight episodes and I've covered a wide range of topics, um, various components of personal finance, from income to expenses, investing, savings, all your broad, broad components. So then, how do we put all these things together? Head over to episode 72 if you would like to hear about how I budget my personal finance, my four bank account strategy that I've refined over the years. But before that, maybe you would love today's episode too, right? Today we spent some time to explore some interesting things that you can include in your budget, right? You've made money and now you're looking to how to spend better, you know, look at your expenses. So what can be included within your budget? And it transcends pure financial benefits, yeah? It's not always about, oh, buy this, you get that. You know, it's, it's not that linear. I think we're humans and we live in a larger social arrangement beyond ourselves. So maybe, you know, it's not all about ourselves. I hope you continue to gain some interesting perspectives and ideas today. Welcome home. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Test, test. Good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. So whether you're interested in the pursuit of the common narrative, getting a degree, finding a job, setting up a family and live happily ever after, or you're an avid FIRE believer, F-I-R-E, for those who are new to the term, FIRE means financial independence, retire early. Or you're just quirky, like me, questioning and trying to create a life you love. There should be something for you here. So whether you're on your way to work, to school, chilling by the beach, or just cuddling, snuggling in bed, Today's topic is three things you should include in your budget. Following the previous episode of Dangerous Spending Myths, I talked about three different spending myths that to me are extremely dangerous if you are trying to become more financially literate and drive yourself towards financial independence and early retirement. And so if you have not caught the topic, you know, have not caught that podcast, you may want to check out the previous series. But I want to elaborate a little bit more on that last point that I said last week, which is I believe that spending smart is so much more important than not spending, right? And not spending is not going to get you rich in my view. We can calculate and you know, it's not going to get you really, really wealthy. But then again, you don't need to be really wealthy to live a great life. Yeah. But to me, that is a very weird underlying spending myth that many of us have. So today I've decided that, yeah, then I should talk a little bit about my budget. How do I spend my money? And three things that I feel it's not included in many people's budget. And why you should include these three things in your budget. How do we spend smart? How do we spend better to be able to then attain what we want and to be able to be smarter with our finances? Once again, it's not about not spending. It's about spending smart. More parents and more family and more. All of us should talk more about how do we spend? How do we spend better? How do we become smart spenders? And the first 
thing that I want you to include in your budget. Not surprisingly, is a book fun. <laughs> Throughout my podcast, I've consistently talked about you read books, read books, read books, go to the library, get free books, or buy books, or buy this book, good that book. You get the idea. I believe that reading has its beauty. And honestly, I didn't start out reading. I don't come from a family of avid readers. We don't read every day. We watch cartoons, Digimon, Pokemon, growing up, cut, cap, cut, capture, Sakura, right? <laughs> so we don't, we don't read a lot. And how they picked up reading was when I joined the scam, the accidental scam that I joined. And I was assigned a mentor. And my mentor said, hey, you got to read these books. Come to think of it, well, scam also got mentor, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know I've not talked about that yet. We'll talk about it in a later episode. But yes, that is the good thing that came out of it. I picked up the habit of reading. And I realized that it is not because I don't like to read. I used to think I don't like to read. It was just because I've not found something that I love reading. You know, and I don't like to read fantasy. I don't like to read stories because I just cannot imagine it. I'm just not wired that way. And I've not cultivated the capacity to imagine based on just reading, you know, lines. So I fell in love with reading nonfiction, a lot of biographies, a lot of different kind of success books that, you know, some people call self-help, all those kind of stuff. I fell in love with, I fell in love with reading them. And I've consistently read over the years and I've got great friends that have great books. They're always spending on books and always, you know, lending it to me. But I also spend on my books. I spend on a few books that are pretty pricey and not many people buy them, like my investing books, right? Average are going at like 50, 60, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, you get the idea that some of the books are a little bit more expensive. And yes, if you can get it from the library, go ahead. But you realize that the library has its limits at times, right? If you really want to learn something and learn something fast and just so happened that the library doesn't have the book or the book is consistently being leased out. You could save with the library, of course, but if it's not available, you may want to consider spending a little bit and, and buy. I think it's cool. And a book is a good gift also. If you buy the book and you like the book, you can always gift it to someone. It's like gifting knowledge. I like it. I like that way. So I've been gifting books for a really long time and I enjoy it. I'm going to further emphasize as to why I believe you should read books. These days, there are many ways to learn. You could go on the internet, watch some videos on, on YouTube, or listen to my podcast, listen to other podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, you realize that, hey, there are tons of good podcasts here. And of course, even in SoundCloud, there are many other places that have great podcasts. And I think in our part of the world, we're not listening to enough podcasts. So maybe you want to listen to more. I get it. Videos, audios, great way to learn. So many platforms, Udemy, Skillshare, all these kind of different places, amazing ways to learn. But why I think books are still very fundamental, because think about it, where do all these people get their knowledge? Many of them got it from books. Why? Books take a long time to publish, and it takes a lot of capital to publish books. So to be able to get a publisher to publish there's a whole process of proofreading, of editing, and making sure everything is accurate and up to standard. Which is why, to me, books have the most rigorous process of putting information together. 
rather than podcast, rather than video. All these are great platforms. Don't get me wrong. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> but where do we get our knowledge? We get from books. So I think you should read books because they're the most rigorous. And that's why you should add a book fund into your monthly spending. Why not? Read some books, pick up something, and you don't need to read like self-help or investing books all the time. Start with something that you love. Pick up a book about coffee, pick up a book about tea, pick up a book about photography. Okay, photography books are quite expensive, but yes. So pick up a book about something you love and start there. It's a great place to learn. Content is a lot more rigorous than what you get online. And it's not that expensive. One of the cheapest way to learn I buy books. So I feel you should, one of the things that you should include in your budget is a book fund, right? Do it. And the next thing that I feel you should include in your budget is this thing that I call an exploration fund. Yeah, yeah. Exploration, explore what, right? How many of you on the other end have ever came across this thought that, oh my goodness, I'm so bored. Work is so boring. It's the same thing again and again and again. And I'm burning out. I want to try something new. I want to take on a different job. I want to shift my career. I want to change this. I want to do that. I'm quite sure at least 80 to 90% of you guys have experienced something like that. It's fair, especially when you're really good at what you do. And to me, that is where boredom comes where, where where boredom comes from. You're so good at what you do. You've been doing it again and again and again and again and again and again. You get bored. Lah. It's like playing games, right? You play a game at first, very exciting. But after a while, you know how to play the game. Oh my goodness, so boring now. Sian already, right? You want to quit the game. And then you find another game and it looks interesting. And then you realize that oh, this game is uh, even easier to crack. After a while, you get bored. And you, you delete it. Same idea. So when you get bored, when you get so good at something, you become bored. And you think that you want to change it. You think that you want to make progress. Which is fair. But in a job setting or in your financial health, many a times, that may not be the wisest choice. If you really feel that you want to move on from your job, cool, go ahead. If you really feel that you want to take on something new, you want to start a new challenge, you want to start a new startup, you want to you know, start working in another company, you want to change a department, you want to promote and progress, create cool stuff, do what you believe. But recognize that many a times, it is just our underlying boredom disturbing us. And to me, I believe that there is an underlying desire for progress in all of us. That is why we get to where we are. That's why the human civilization is where we are today. And I, I stand by it because if you think about it, even if people tell you, oh, I'm retired, they're actually making progress in other aspects of life. They're trying to make progress in their relationships. They're trying to make progress in their health. They're trying to make progress in their interests. They're trying to become a hobbyist. We are all wanting to make progress. We all need to work. We all want to make progress. We just do focus on different things at different time in life. So to me, we get bored. And we don't exactly need to change our job or quit our job just because we are bored. We just need to solve that boredom. <laughs> so include an exploration fund. It could be $100. It could be $50, depending on what is comfortable in your budget. You know. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And explore something. Buy a new board game. Go for a new class. Pick up a new sport. Try a new thing. Yeah, that is the idea of exploration. Trying something that you've never tried before. And that will make sure you're not bored at all. You will never get bored if you can consistently explore. It is because when we start working, we dedicate so much of our lives to work. We dedicate, you know, 8 hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. My goodness, I have friends who work in accounting, big four, like 16 hours to work, almost every day at work. Yeah, and we dedicate so much time to work. After that, we go home, we sleep. We end up not socializing with our friends as much. We start to skip the gym. We start to do this. We start to drop a lot of things that we used to have. And that's why we get bored very easily. Alright? Because there's nothing new in our life. Everything is just work, man. So why not spend a little bit of budget to explore? Give yourself the $50, the $100, do spontaneous things. Go rock climbing. Go for learn how to dance, pick up a ballet or, you know, join a new board game group, buy a new board game, uh, go for archery or learn how to code, uh, play chess, anything and everything under the sky. There's so many platforms that you can do. I would recommend you to use meetup.com, search on Eventbrite. I think Facebook have a lot of good events also, but Set aside a budget for you to do random things and for you to explore. That will make your life a lot more exciting, a lot more fun, and less bored. You will not really need to keep changing jobs. And why do I try to let you realize this thing? Because if you stick to something long enough, you level up. You become that much better and you get to progress. Right? Yes, of course, you can always change a job and progress or so. Or you can start a new company and progress fair. But I think some governing fundamentals is that if you stick to something long enough, you become an expert, you become that good at it, you can start to see more things, the ins and the outs, and you get more opportunities because you're that good at it. So don't always change a job just because you're bored. Recognize that you're bored because you're not exploring and set aside a budget. Go and try something new and explore. Fair? Yeah, give it a shot and let me know what you've tried. Let me know interesting things that you've done. Email me or Facebook message me, okay? I want to get some ideas also as to hey, what kind of interesting things I can do. Singapore, KL, anywhere. I'm open to ideas. And the last thing that I feel you should include in your budget is something I call giving. Yeah, yeah, a bit cheesy. A lot of people say you must give back to society, give to charity, give all those kind of different things. But in my view, giving is just something that allows me to realize certain fundamentals of society, certain fundamentals of life, that everything is but a gift. If we realize it is all in a circle, we are where we are because we are given an opportunity. We are where we are because we are given a good education. We are, give, we are where we are because our parents you know, had a good time at night and gave birth to us. So everything, it's a process of giving and it is a, it is a cycle. Many a times, if we keep taking and taking and taking, and we stop giving, we realize that this is a cycle. We realize that we, we stop realizing that we are so connected in actuality to people around us, to things around us, to the environment, and to every little thing. We are all connected, and giving helps you to do that. And I'm not saying giving in a sense that you need to buy a rice, buy a huge 25 kilograms of rice to donate to the temple or go to invest uh, to donate to a charity to go for 
different kind of causes. You don't need to do that. Giving is just giving. You could buy a gift, right? Your, your maybe your your colleagues. They work really hard. Buy them a gift. Maybe it can be a bubble tea. Oh my goodness, why did I say bubble tea? <laughs> oh yeah, it's just an act of giving. Or maybe it's the auntie, the cleaning auntie downstairs that it's always cleaning the tables and making sure the hawker centre is clean or decently clean. Trust me, they don't make a lot. We'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, buy them a coffee, buy them a loaf of bread, give them some biscuits. Just give something. And you don't need to go the really extra mile to gift. Do little acts of giving. Oh, give your mum a hug. Yeah, I've not given my mum a hug in a long time. I probably should. Or just anything. Just give. Right? And honestly, giving, you don't really need a lot of money. But why not set aside a budget to gift? Give more. And realize that everything is a cycle. The more you give, the more gifts are going around. The chances of you getting more gifts, hey, about a lot higher. And there's one initiative in, in Tampines where I grew up. I want to talk about it's called this is this initiative called My Kind Fridge. Essentially, it's some people that donated their fridge, and the town council has allowed them to put these fridges at certain locations in Tampines, you know, which uses the town council electricity. It is a place where you can give. Right, your vegetables. You buy extra veggies. You can give. You buy extra oatmeal. You can give. You have. You cook extra pastries, cakes. You can give, and you can just put inside the fridge. And most of the time, these fridges are located in places that have more older generation or rental houses. You know, people that will appreciate good things that you, great food and good things that you give them. So yeah, I, I want to point this out and I feel it's a great initiative and I feel that more estates should do it and Tampines should expand this My Kind Fridge initiative. So search, search about them online. They have a few news around and if you're around, you're near a Kind Fridge and you're shopping for vegetables, buying chicken, why not do a little bit more, right? So that's the three things that I feel you should include in your budget. A book fund, exploration fund and a giving fund. And with that, I hope you learned something today. Share with me what you've done. See ya! Test, test. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated, and discussed. I hope you will share what you have gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building a community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com or message me on Facebook at The Financial Coconut. I will do my best to address your questions in our future podcast series, especially if many people are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all.
Over time, I've come to extend my support for various causes and I believe that, um, okay, I think that, you know, it is valuable, uh, for like a better way to put it. Um, I do find meaning in supporting some things that I resonate with and maybe we should start a Patreon account, right? <laughs> and you can support us. But whatever it is, you know, I uh, I hope you can go out there and find some courses that you believe in and support it, right? Financially or whether is it spending time on the course, um, whether is it charity, whether is it a political cause, whether is it, you know, sexuality, whatever cause that you believe so, right? And I think that will help you recognize that you you don't live alone in this world and, you know, we live in a broader social context and I, I do think that makes me a little bit happier feel like oh yeah you know I'm not alone right so so that's great and I hope you uh, will do something for yourself especially this year right now that you've heard it go and do something about it and also go and follow our socials follow our telegram group join our newsletter and also drop us an email at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com if you know some interesting people you want us to talk to it's not all about personal finance only like it is not just technical investing and whatnot right so it's a little bit more to life and any interesting people let me know stay tuned i see you next week next episode about insurance see ya Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.